Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nekuban. You make my life so beautiful. This is a continuation of last week's message. Keep listening. And when God gives you a blessing, eh? Nowhere and from nobody you will see. I've seen pictures of pastors who those days, even their English language was some way. All of us, we've slept on the floor. So as you are serving God, as you are serving God, if you work for the bank and the bank gives you clothing allowance to clothe you so that you look as a good representative for the bank, then when you serve Jehovah God, ah, even in bank, and wear you nice suits. All those girls who work at the bank and you see them nice dressed, not whatever. It's the bank that is dressing them. Clothing allowance. Why wouldn't Jehovah God give you clothing allowance? At the bank, are they not giving lunches and things? Long packages. Why wouldn't God put food on the table for you? So whoever told you that when you serve God, you are a loser. When you serve God, you are a wise person. Wise people serve God. Wise people live for God. There was a CEO of a big multinational company. She had everything but didn't have a child. She volunteered to be a worker during the conference. Then they put her in the toilet. Can you imagine CEO or some big institution and they have put the person at the toilet to be cleaning toilets. And well, loud speakers there and she was listening and then she was cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. At the end of the conference, before she realized she was pregnant, God, you see what her company couldn't give her, Jehovah God had given her. May what your company cannot give you, I said, may what your friends can't give you, may what your relations can't give you, may what your background, and for many of us, our backgrounds, our companies cannot give us many things we desire. But as we come to God, God tells the story. That's why He's the El Shaddai God, the God who overrides, overrules and overpower. So the power of the machine who overcomes it. The power of what the men, the knowledge of men who overcomes it. Because he will get up and say that if an accent can fall into the water and he will allow the accent to come up again, then whatever of yours that they say has fallen down I see it come up one more time in the name of Jesus. Your business will come up. Your home will come up. Your marriage will come up. Your joy will come up. Your finances will come up. As you serve God, he will turn your story around. Somebody say a shout, I receive it. Amen. So you are better off building the house of God. Let your hope and your faith be in Jehovah. When you finish university, who has finished university here? When you finish university, did they give you a certificate? Could you chew your paper? Did the certificate give you anything? You had to join yourself to an institution that was successful. That was doing something important. And it also made you important. It is when you join yourself to an already existing something that is working. And the church is a working institution. Then you also become important. People who work at the bank, they feel important. Because the bank is an institution that looks important. Are you getting me? So it makes them so. So the point I'm making is that your certificate makes you nothing. Certificate is only paper. It is paper. It is when you join yourself to something that is working, 
then you will also become important. So if you want to become important, then you must join yourself to the most important person and the most important work. Amen. And I want you to know that if you are somebody who serves God for real, you will not be poor. If you work for any institution and the institution pays you, do you think that God will pay you less? There is no serious preacher or somebody who has served God who is poor. You see, sometimes people don't understand preachers. He said, look at it. Hey, since they became this, hey, now they are dressing nice. They are this, hey, maybe it's church money or no. It is God. If you work for your bank or your institution, does your institution pay you? The car you are sitting in, how do you buy your fuel? This shirt you are wearing and this nice trousers you are wearing, how are you able to manage it? Where do you get it from? From salaries I get. From. So salaries you get. Is that right? Is that directly or indirectly? From the work you do. So also when you serve God. This God is also directly and indirectly. Going to bless me. But you see. Your institution pays. uh, Some people paid more than you in the institution. Yes. And are you also paid more than others? Yes. So it means that you are paid according to the way the institution values you. So you see. The institution will give you a salary. But God will give you a blessing. May God give you a blessing. And when God gives you a blessing, eh, nowhere and from nobody you will see. I've seen pictures of pastors who those days, even their English language was some way. All of us, we slept on the floor. So as you are serving God, as you are serving God, if you work for the bank and the bank gives you clothing allowance to clothe you so that you look as a good representative for the bank, then when you serve Jehovah God, ah, even in bank, and wear you nice suits. All those girls who work at the bank and they see them nice dressed, not whatever. It's the bank that is dressing them. Clothing allowance. Why wouldn't Jehovah God give you clothing allowance? At the bank, are they not giving lunches and things? Long packages. Why wouldn't God put food on the table for you? So whoever told you that when you serve God, you are a loser. When you serve God, you are a wise person. Wise people serve God. Wise people live for God. There was a CEO of a big multinational company. She had everything but didn't have a child. She volunteered to be a worker during the conference. Then they put her in the toilet. Can you imagine CEO or some big institution and they have put the person at the toilet to be cleaning toilets. And well, loud speakers there and she was listening and then she was cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. At the end of the conference, before she realized she was pregnant. God, you see what her company couldn't give her, Jehovah God had given her. May what your company cannot give you, I said, may what your friends can't give you, may what your relations can't give you, may what your background, and for many of us, our backgrounds, our companies cannot give us many things we desire. But as we come to God, God tells the story. That's why He's the El Shaddai God, the God who overrides, overrules. And overpower. So where power of the machine who overcomes it. The power of what the man. The knowledge of man who overcomes it. Because he will get up and say that. If an accent can fall into the water. And he will allow the accent to come up again. Then whatever of yours. That they say has fallen down. I see it come up one more time. In the name of Jesus. Your business will come up. Your home will come up. Your marriage will come up. Your joy will come up. Your finances will come up. As you serve God. He will turn your story around. Someone will say, I shout, I receive it. Amen. 
So you are better off building the house of God. Let your hope and your faith be in Jehovah. I've noticed something that when you serve God, when you work with somebody, you know that you get close to the person. Schoolmates are close. Workmates are close. So when you work for God, you hear the voice of God. If you want the directions of God, you want to hear from God, work for Him. So if you, if you want to hear the voice of God and the directions of God, in fact, as to who you should marry, where to go to, where to invest, and do many things, begin to give your life for the things of God. And you see, for some of you, because of the things you are doing today, God is going to bless you and bless your children and your children's children. He will bless your children. They will, their lives will turn around. Why do I know that? Exodus 23, 25, and 26. He said, You shall serve the Lord your God, and He will bless your bread and your water. I will take sickness away from the midst of you, and then no one shall suffer miscarriage. May you never suffer miscarriage. That means that may your effort be rewarded. When you go to school, may you finish and get your first class and second upper. Every investment you make, may you see the returns. You see, sometimes you can plant some seed, squirrel will eat it up. But may no spiritual squirrel eat up your, your seed. So that your seed will grow up. Sometimes you meet a guy, you put in all the effort, you want to marry whatever. And after you have taken care of the lady well, well, you are about to go and marry her. Then a squirrel man will come and take over what you have decorated. But may nobody take over what you have decorated. I said, may nobody take. That's why I said, no one shall suffer what? Miscarriage. That means that you couldn't carry the thing to the point where you enjoy the food. But as for you, may you enjoy the food. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted? Troubled? Confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. And nobody shall be barren in your land with barbarianess. We condemn barrenness. We speak fruitfulness. Why do we declare so? Because the Bible said the very first thing God said to me is the word. He said, be fruitful. So what God said, I say it over you, be fruitful. Be spiritually fruitful. Financially fruitful. Maritally fruitful. Children fruitful. Business wise fruitful. Be fruitful. In the name of Jesus. And God said, I will fulfill the number of your days. See, when you work for a company, the company wants to take care of you. When you are not well, they want to make sure. Because you, you serve them well. May the Lord do that for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May you never suffer miscarriage. Whatever negative thing happens to others minus you. With long life, will the Lord satisfy you. As you join yourself to something that is working, your life will also work and succeed. May your life work and succeed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May your life be fruitful. John 15, 16, God said, You didn't call me, but I called you that you'll be fruitful. May you be fruitful. Amen. But you know that not all human beings become fruitful. Number one, children don't become fruitful. Why don't children become fruitful? Because they are not matured. Because they don't have the capacity. They have not developed the necessary hormones. 
Is that right? Uh-huh. Or the hormonal changes. And children, they like to play. Zechariah chapter 8 verse 5. The reason why most of us, we are not doing much for God. We come to church and we see the church as a playground. It's not just a playground, it's a workground. Paul told Timothy, do the work of the ministry. Do the work of an evangelist. So it means that it must become your responsibility that if Jesus came, he came to seek and to save the lost, then you must also seek and save the lost. If Jesus' work was to come to seek and save the lost, and you are in partnership with him, and the core mandate, the vision and the mission of your institution, seek and win the lost, then you must seek and win the lost. And as you are seeking and winning the lost, Jesus will be happy with you. If you are a member of this church, then you must know that our vision as a church to preach Christ and build Christ-centered churches globally. And our motto, preach Christ, transform lives. So we preach Christ to every soul, not to the rich. Some people, they target, hmm, this is a nice girl. So they are going. That's a nice baby. Preach Christ to every soul. And build Christ-centered churches globally. That's why the message is in this church. Just come to know Christ. When you come to know Christ, like I'm telling you, no parents want their children to be poor. Just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added. Stella, just seek God. You will marry beautifully. Seek God. So understand. See, see as you are standing here, young girl, today what do you have? You have nothing. But you see, I have seen people in church like this, giving their life to God who had nothing. Today, the kind of cars they drive, the homes they have built, one of my young girls, I used to go and preach at Infantman Girls School. One of the ladies, she wrote to me and said, you affected my life. Today, I'm a medical doctor. He said, you put many of us on fire for the Lord. I used to pay my own transportation, go to the school. They never gave me a penny. Even sometimes, what I'm saying. But I was preaching to them. Today, one of them is a whole chartered accountant, consultant. And one day, we got some guests. She had a spare house. Big story building in one of these sophisticated, you know, uh, uh, estate facilities. And she said, take your guests there. I went to the place and uh, where the place was and uh, the, it wasn't very convenient uh, taking the people in and out. Said, very nice. Uh, he said, for free. Just take it. And I said, my own girl. And this girl, when I was going to preach, yeah, even water, she couldn't give me sachet water. But today, she has a house. In fact, she's got houses. Are you get what I'm saying? So that is why me, I have faith in you. That's why I preach to you. I'm not looking for rich people to preach you. Because I know that the word of God that is in my mouth will turn you onto a blessed person. As many other people who drive cars in the church. Whether they came to the church driving cars. Whether they came to the church having university certificate or something. But today they are blessed. That's what I'm telling you, that as you serve God, He will never put you to shame. And my God will never, He will never put you to shame. He will never put you to shame. This God, now this God we deserve. Hey! He will bless you. God will bless you. I said God will bless you. God will bless you. Amen. So join those of you who are not part of any group in the church. You come to the church, you sit down, maybe because of one or two reasons, you were hurt or your previous church, something happened, you were hurt or something might have happened earlier on. And because of that, I won't join anything. Listen, you are the one stopping your salary. 
You are the one stopping your blessing. It's not anything. If you don't do anything, it's not the pastor. Uncle, God, what's the point? So I said, I said, So if you don't do anything and you let anybody stop you from actively serving God, no dream is hatched by sitting down. It is only the hen who sits on the eggs for the eggs to hatch. But every other person, when you have a dream, you got to work it out. You got to get involved. <laughs> Hallelujah. Get involved. Get involved. Just what they get involved. All those in the church today, those who don't do anything, enlist yourself for so long. If you enter here and say, no way here, enter another way. Join another group. I said what? Join, maybe you are entering, sometimes you are joining some group, and there the place is tight. You can move to another one. But make sure that you are doing something. Hey, you must do something. And some of you don't have to join one group. Oh, join two. Join three. One man of God, he was seriously sick. They said he was going to die. He told God, God, if you heal me, I'm going to serve you. As he started serving God, before I realized, the terminal disease, that thing was supposed to kill him. The thing had vanished. He continued to serve God with your might and your means. Amen. How do you serve God with your might and your means? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your, your possessions or your substance. So honor the Lord with us and with the first fruit of your increase. And when you do that, what will happen to you? Your bands will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. And new wine is talking about what? Joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Merriment. Your bands will be filled. So get, put God first. You see, anything you put second has lost its importance. Many of us will put God second. After my mother. After my house. After my children. What tricky Jesus? Say, Jesus, what what posse Jesus? Chit na 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 na. A boy, you might say, King. Say, Jesus, hold on. Let me finish my management call. Pause, 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 pause for Jesus. May the Lord save us. Don't pause, Jesus. Continue the work, so you can do something for the Lord. No matter your business, no matter your business, John Wesley's mother. Was so prayerful. That's how her children became ministers. And sometimes, when the children do, then she'll cover her head with a cloth. And the children know that once mommy has covered her head with a cloth, she's praying. You don't go and disturb her. But she, she made room for prayer in the midst of the chaotic situation where your children needed her attention. You cannot let the blessing stop you from serving the blesser. Say, so my boyfriend wants me. My husband. My wife, my girlfriend, my party, it must be my Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say, my Jesus. 
Amen. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. My Jesus. And you know what? When you want to serve God, eh, there will be a lot of impediments your way. Hey, you will be hurt as you come to church. Knowingly or knowingly, people will hurt you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. In your, in your family, do, you get, do, do people do things that hurt you sometimes? That your father sometimes or your mother shout at you sometimes? Do your siblings do some things you are not happy with? But are you still part of the family? Yeah, you don't change your family. So when it comes to church also, as you come, even me, as your pastor, oh no, I will never deliberately, please take it from me, I will never, ever deliberately. It is not my nature. But in case I do something that you feel hurt, it was not deliberate. Please forgive me. And don't use that to stop serving God. Don't use that to serve. Maybe you are even expecting something from me. Is that right? I'm not God. Maybe I can only give you as much as I have. Is that right? Or probably I overlooked it. I am human. I am very, very human. And maybe if you don't even know my mistakes, I can tell you many more of my own mistakes. Which I go before God and say, Lord, be merciful to me. And I pray. And every pastor, you see, all the pastors I bring here, that you see them, they're excited and all those things. They've got their own weaknesses though. They've got their own sins. And even some of their people, they know all their, their sins. That you like them so much. But in the midst of our weaknesses, we are still forcing. So what we need from you is prayer. And what we need from you is forgiveness. Just like you forgive your father and mother. If I do anything, maybe even today as I'm preaching, you probably don't like the way I'm walking. I might have said something. He said, oh, pastor, wabano no. And that's what they are warm me. Or they are warm me. Please, I don't mean to warn you. I just meant to preach the word of God to you. To be a blessing to you. Amen. Your brother may hurt you. Your sister may hurt you. It doesn't mean leave the family. Stay on. And sometimes, I think the best way to resolve it is, if you think that a person has done something, that you cannot get it out of your heart, go to the person and say, brother, don't go in anger. You, be careful. The thing you did. No, no, no. He said, go. Own up how you feel that, oh, the other day, I thought you, you said this, or the way you said this, this is the way I felt. And the person may come to you and say, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Or whatever. Or I didn't even say it that way. Because a lot of times, I realize that we hear things that that is not what was really said and was reported to us wrongly. And a place where we could have been blessed and a person who could have been a big blessing to us, the enemy takes us away. And you see, the plan of the devil is that he knows that God has brought you into a good church. Into a good place where you hear the word of God. I will say by the grace of God that Everywhere we have gone, we say we love the preaching, the pure word of God that you preach. 
that anybody who really wants to know God under your ministry will know God if their heart is only clean and open to hear the word of God. But the devil can color your hearts and your mind that anything that is being said, eh, or demi, mintino kaye, it's because of me, he's this, this, and that. It's not you, please. If it is you as a, a private individual, me, if I see something about you as a private individual, that doesn't need a mass addressing, but needs to be addressed to you. I'll come to you, and I'll call you as an individual. Except it's something that I believe that everybody needs to know for all of us to check our lives. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when God is also speaking, when the preaching is coming, is God preaching to us. So he won't say things beyond us. The reason for the preaching is that God is saying something to benefit our lives. So that our lives will change and become better. God doesn't just want you to become beautiful. He wants you to become better. I'll preach on that later. The Lord bless you. So forgive your friends. Forgive that brother. Forgive that sister. Forgive that friend. Forgive everybody. And forgive me also. And may we put our hands together on the plow. And may we preach the gospel together. When you come to church, smile to somebody. Love to somebody. Give somebody a high five. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. My hope is we can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ekobang Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 
589-0060. Email RevJEkuban at springsoflifechapel.org. RevJEkuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word. Or Jonathan Ekuban.